Hi and welcome to Alpha Podcast, where we discuss upcoming Alpha products, launchpad projects, potential partners, usages, and even key discussion from the Alpha forum. I'm Great, your host, and with me is Tasha, the CEO and co-founder of Alpha Finance Lab. Hello, Tasha. How are you doing today? Hi, uh, very good. Thanks, Great. I've uh, been a lot of things building in Alpha, so yeah, pretty excited to have the first podcast being out. Nice, nice. Um, I heard that you are sick the other day. Are you okay now? Yeah, yeah, a lot better now. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, got some rest over the weekend. Yeah, be sure to drink a lot of water. It really helps. Anyway, before we get started, let's give a basic background for those who are new here on what Alpha Finance Lab does. So, would you mind giving us a quick intro of the project, Tasha? Yeah, sure. So, Alpha Finance Lab is very different from from the other projects. We actually have three arms. If you you know take a look at the big picture overview, right? So, the first arm is DeFi arm, which we have two products now: um, Alpha Homora. And Alpha X, which is coming out, you know, very soon. Um, the second arm is Alpha Metaverse, which we also have two products, um, which includes Alpha Bywall and probably Rare Gems, which is, uh, you know, an experiment that we launched with Swit, um, who is also a guest here with us today. And then the third arm is Alpha Launchpad, which is more of an incubator program in which we provide advice and help incubate. Great projects on the blockchain space, you know, not limited to DeFi or Metaverse, right? So anything that, um, you know, are something that we think bring a lot of value to, the, to our ecosystem will definitely help advise and incubate. So yeah, a lot of things going on in Alpha, and I think you know all of this just contribute to um, the value accrual that comes back to Alpha tokens, right? So what that means is, if you stake Alpha on the website called Alpha Tokenomics, you actually accrue a lot of the benefits. From what we're doing, from the protocol fees that we're capturing, from the launchpad tokens that uh, you know we have been advising on the launchpad projects, so definitely you know a lot of value accrual to Alpha tokens, and I think that also speaks a lot to the stats that we see on Alpha tokenomics, which is you know more than fifty percent of Alpha circulating supply is being staked on the website. Wow, interesting. So, if anyone in the audience want to find out more about this project, they should check out alphafinance.io, right? Yeah, correct. All right, guys, don't forget to check it out then. Okay, so today we'll be talking about how Alpha Finance Lab is expanding beyond DeFi and building the Alpha Metaverse ecosystem. Uh, we also have our two special guests right here with us today to talk about this topic more in depth. So, the first guest is Nipun, who is the co-founder and tech lead at Alpha Finance Lab. Hey. We're excited to have you here, Nipun. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Hey, Ray, and uh, nice to meet you, everyone. So, hey, uh, so I'm Nipun. I'm the tech lead and co-founder of Alpha Finance. And just a little bit of background about myself. Uh, so I graduated from MIT uh, for a bachelor's and master of engineering. Uh, so that's completed in 2019. And before college, I was an active participant of the International Mathematics Olympiad. So I've competed in several countries uh, for five times, and so and won four gold and one silver medals. And currently ranked, uh, I believe, third in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm Hall of Fame right now. Um, after graduating from MIT, um, I've been in the AI computer vision field for a year, and before uh, joining uh, and, and joining the DeFi space, the crypto space, uh, in Alpha. Wow, you seem like a pretty genius guy. Are you like pretty good at math? Um, I'm just an average math guy. <laughs> okay. 
Um, all right. So our second guest, Switch, who is the CTO at Band Protocol and also the creator of Probably Ratchems. Hello, Switch. How are you doing? Great. Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. So, and also, hi, everyone, all the audience. I'm Sorowit or Sweet.Eat or on Twitter, No More Bear. I am the CTO and co-founder of Band Protocol, a decentralized Oracle network. Uh, me personally, I am also an MIT grad uh, and have been working in the blockchain space uh, since 2017. Uh, and before that, I was working at a high-frequency trading firm uh, in Wall Street and also some tech companies in the Silicon Valley. Uh, 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 a little bit about Band. So at Band, we have been powering a number of DeFi projects, uh, including Alpha, uh, Cream Finance, and, and Terra Network for the total of more than $10 billion uh, total scale value. Uh, currently, uh, my core focus right now is on Band Protocol, including the upcoming Lauti launch and also on onboarding more partners. But I also personally uh, am very interested in DeFi, NFT, and blockchain in general. So yeah, excited to be here and share my thought on, on GEM with everyone. Well, Swit, I'm pretty excited to talk to you too. Um, okay, let's talk a bit more about Alpha expanding beyond DeFi and venturing into NFTs and Metaverse. There are two Alpha products now in the Alpha Metaverse ecosystem, which are Alpha Bywall and Provable Rad Gems. So Nippon, uh, since you are the tech lead at Alpha, can you share a bit more about what's the motivation behind building Alpha Bywall and what market gap do you see? Uh, yes. Um, so yeah, we at Alpha Finance are actively uh, looking for trend demands and uh, missing pieces in the crypto space, uh, which is not limited to just DeFi. Uh, as you can see, like we have launched Alpha Mora and, uh, and tokenomics, Alpha Staking, and um, upcoming Alpha X. Um, that we are planning to. Uh, those are limited to DeFi, but we are not, we are always researching uh, uh, other areas also. Mm, um, I see. And before Alpha Bywall, um, we have been exploring on the F NFT side as the NFT trend has become more and more popular. You can see uh, multiple NFTs, uh, CryptoPunk, um, Loot and Bloots are getting more and more uh, community attention. Um, yes, definitely. And as we observe the NFT space, um, there are multiple exchange exchanges like OpenSea um, and other protocols, for example, uh, Fractional Art, NFTX, that provides um, pricing. Uh, for example, OpenSea provides um, listing and bidding for specific NFTs, right? Anyone can come and bid, anyone can come um, and list uh, the NFT tokens that they own, right? Um, for uh, Fractional Art, uh, you can fractionalize NFT token into ERC20, and then you can create liquidity in MM, and then basically have a pricing uh, of the that particular uh, NFT, right? Mm. Or NFTX, yeah, it, it's just an, another approach uh, that is just um, creating a basically allow you to come in and deposit any NFT of that collection to the pool. Then you you mint a new ERC20 token out and then you can create liquidity so basically you can access the um the price floor of the nft collection and that's really interesting um and when we observe we dig deeper into nftx um you can see that only a few numbers of of nfts are listed in each pool uh, most likely under 10. so which means in order for a user to buy or sell a full nft from the NFTX, 
it will require you to basically buy up or sell more than 10% of the liquidity pool in the sushi swap, for example. And that results in uh, roughly at least like 10% price impact uh, in order for you to exchange uh, an NFT to get instant liquidity, which is a lot of price, uh, price slippage, right? Um, so the question becomes, uh, would it better be better to just uh, have no slippage at all? So that's one question that we, we were thinking. And also another question is uh, the price floor thing, right? Um, right now, um, the OpenSea and other uh, protocols, they support uh, bidding and listing of specific NFTs, right? As, as we have said before. But there's there are always demand for, um, for example, if you want to get a punk, like any punk, right? There's no way you can do it unless you go through every single listing in the open sea and then you buy um, the cheapest one, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's just not ideal, right? Because some of the punks might not even have pricing, might not have uh, the listings, uh, the sale price right now. So, and those two questions, right? Uh, the first one is the price impact from the NFTX. Otherwise, the price floor of the NFT collection. So with those two questions in mind, we decided and we came up with the alpha Bible idea, right? To fill in the market gaps, um, to allow bidders to be able to bid for any token, any NFT token they want and allow any sellers to be able to gain instant liquidity uh, with no slippage at all. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I see. so with those two combined, um, Alpha Bywall just basically allows anyone to bid for an NFT collection uh, with their desired price. Mm, right, that's pretty interesting. However, one thing I noticed is that the liquidity on the Alpha Bywall is quite low at the moment. So the question is, what plans do you have to increase liquidity and grow Alpha Bywall further? Yeah, and that's a good observation and good question that that, that we we plan to uh, uh, to have a solution to, right? Um, there are a couple of approaches we are looking at. So the first one is, um, well, uh, if you think about it, right, um, we need to think about the reason why it's low, right? Uh, the liquidity is low. Uh, the first the first thing is, uh, what, uh, the one reason is gas price is insane. It's fairly high to list on, on the uh, Fabi wall because everything is on chain, right, for transparency. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, Another reason is um, some of the NFTs are trending for uh, momentarily, right? Right. So that means some NFTs are going to, their popularity will, will, will shift uh, from time to time, right? So a couple of approaches that I that we are looking at are, uh, so um, so there are four approaches that, that we are looking at. So the first one is um, we can create new markets, uh, especially for the ones that have become popular. For example, at launch, we intentionally support loots and bloots as they have to gain much more attention and trading volume and activity. And when, when launch, uh, there are um, high bids on, on, on loots and bloots also uh, when we launch initially. The second solution is to extend to other chains, right? So if ETH is not the best uh, place for on-chain bidding, then perhaps uh, we can extend to other chains, for example, um, BSC, uh, Phantom, and other chains uh, 
possibly Altus and Solana, Solana and other chains too. Um, so that can can help us scale in other chains uh, sideways too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is uh, features and extensions, right? Uh, Alpha by Wall is a very fairly simple product. And uh, one possible feature is to allow bidding using different currencies, right? So for example, uh, right now it accepts only ETH, which might limit the number of users that actually uh, hold, li- limited the users to only people holding ETH, right? Uh, some We may end up listing, uh, just, uh, enable bidding using DAI or stable coins, for example, and that can give uh, more flexibility and more user-based. Uh, another possible feature is sometimes um, users don't want a random NFT in that collection, right? A user may want uh, NFT uh, with certain trade, certain criteria. For example, a punk that has a beard, punk that has a uh, glasses, for example. So this kind of feature, um, basically price floor for specific NFTs can be, is one actually one of the things that we are considering. Um, and yeah, and of, and of course, uh, off-chain signing bid is uh, one possible extension that, that, that we, we are looking to, that this will save a lot of gas um, and it can, uh, yeah, we can save a lot of gas and it can help the, the uh, user's experience in uh, bidding and resolving bids. Right? Uh, and number four, um, we are looking to into a way to incentivize bidders. Because right now, bidders, they are basically providing liquidity, right? basically they are depositing their bids in the protocol. And, and that uh, idle assets, uh, May, may not be the best um, use of the um, may not be the best use of the assets, right? So, so we're looking to incentivize the bidders. So, most likely, this will be in terms of liquidity mining scheme uh, on Alpha Buy Wall. They can reward bidders for creating the price floor for the collection. But this will be definitely be different from a normal liquidity mining that uh, we're doing for other Alpha products. So, uh, we'll let you know on the more details uh, when we finalize more and, and more details on on, on this uh, liquidity mining scheme. Wow, nice. That's a pretty good thought-out plan of yours. I can't wait for it to come out in real life one day. Mm. So since we're talking about Alpha by Wall and how Alpha is entering the metaverse, we have to talk about the Probably Rad Gems, which is an experiment uh, from Alpha Finance Lab with Swit or Nomobear uh, on Twitter. So being the original thinker and the builder of the Probably Rad Gems, Swit, how did you come up with this idea? Oh yes. Uh, so honestly, for probably probably Red Gem, the idea is nothing new, right? Uh, so proof of work has been around and well understood. But I guess the original reason why I came up with the gem project is from my, my personal frustration with the the the, the recent uh, like quote unquote fair launch NFTs, hmm. uh, where in loot, for example, like seven thousand. Also, NFTs are open for anyone to grab, and by grabbing, it means by calling a transaction on uh, Ethereum. Mm-hmm. And it's not that like fair, in my opinion, because a bot or people that just happened to be awake at that time ended up grabbing all the supply very quickly, right? Exactly. So without proof of work, there's no easy ways 
that we know of to distribute assets, uh, both permissionlessly and also in a way that is probably fair. Yeah, to be honest, that's pretty fair. Yep, yep, right. So, so in games, uh, everyone needs to do some kind of work to get an asset in an equal playground, right? And additionally, the math behind the proof of work distribution also makes sure that gem has its own own scarcity, just like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Interesting. But but that said though, uh, the proof of work is far from perfect, uh, because after the launch, uh, we noticed that there were some big miners probably using uh, like some closed source a GPU farms, uh, grabbing more than thirty percent of newly launched gems. So so recently, I tried to experiment with the idea where we can incorporate things like social identity uh, to claim gems, but but also that has its own issue on, on like who to trust to to provide the information. So it's still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's like what happened after on 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 the gems and pretty exciting. Yeah, that sounds pretty exciting to me too. Perhaps maybe one day you can create a system that allows people with less computation power to mine the same quantity uh, of gems uh, similar to these people. So in order to create your projects uh, perfect as much as possible. Um, well, another question that bothers me and perhaps the rest of us here too is that what did you propose on Offer Forum and want to work with the offer on this idea together? Yep. So. So on gems, right? Uh, gem is actually just a mechanic to do asset distribution, right? So its, it's utility actually depends on like the community to pick it up and, and use it, right? In in their ecosystem. So so that's that that's also part of the reason why we launched gem like separate gems on, on separate NFT universes, right? One for loot, one for loot, one for rarity, and it, it depends on the community to to use it. Right. Right. So, 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 knowing that, right? I originally thought of the gym as, as just you know the, the idea of fun project to, to hack over during the weekend, right? But, mm-hmm. but, but after bonding with 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 other people, a lot of them thought the idea was was pretty cool and and can potentially gain traction. But, but myself personally cannot commit to it full time as you know I have a I have a full time responsibility at band, so I decided to post it on Alpha. The, the forum to catch the interest, ah, and I see. and also as you know, I I have some relationship with with the Alpha team already. So you know, I help review the code, uh, and advice since the the early days. You know, since the Alpha Homura day. So I really trust in 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 the team. You know, to to bring the community together and 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 see how 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 gem can can become useful to to the NFT community. Wow. Well, I don't know for other people, but at least for me, I feel that this project is gonna be the number one top shard on the NFT market. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you were talking about the NFT market and how Alpha is entering the metaverse, we should also include the opinion from Tacha as well. So now that Alpha has expanded the ecosystem to include Alpha metaverse. How exactly do you see Alpha DeFi ecosystem integrating with Alpha Metaverse, Tatcha? Yeah, I think there are so many ways that we can integrate, right? Because of uh, a number of reasons. One, from the composability of you know smart contracts on blockchain. Two, from you know a, a lot of things are you know very open to creativity, right? So as long as you can you know come up with ways that um, that make everything you know from DeFi angle and from metaverse angle benefit, then I think that will definitely get traction. 
So some of the things that we're thinking, right, for instance, would be, uh, let's say if we take firewall, for instance, we can definitely deploy the ETH locked from the bidders to our Fahamura V2, um, because, you know, while having the ETH locked, then, you know, the bidders can still earn yields in the meantime. So I think that's, you know, very uh, low hanging fruit, right? But I think as time goes on, as DeFi measures, as of course your NFT and metaverse industries measure, there are definitely going to be different, uh, more complicated, you know, angles that we can integrate the two segments even further. And I think what we're seeing here, especially with the gens, right? We we are starting to see that too, uh, because now that people are mining the gems, applying what we have um, done with, let's say, liquidity mining, in a sense. Um, to a new way of distributing tokens to the community through proof of work, which is what we are doing with the probably rare gyps, right? Then, you know, there are going to be uh, different angles of, you know, how do we make use of the utility of the gems? Maybe it's in the game that, you know, different gaming developers can be developed, or maybe it can even be added to Alpha Bywall as another set of NFTs. And then once it's added on Alpha Bywall, what, what that means is we actually have a price floor for that particular NFT collection, right? So with a price floor of a particular NFT collection, then, you know, there can be so many DeFi applications built on top because with anything in DeFi, like if you have uh, a price fee, then you can unlock a lot of the functionalities from lending, borrowing, um, supplying liquidity, all those things. So I think um, definitely, we're in the early days of integrating DeFi and the metaverse or NFT, um, but we're actively you know, keeping an eye out for, for, for that integration. And I think what we have here is a solid foundation you know, in DeFi, a solid foundation in NFT, a solid foundation in the metaverse and the gaming area, such that when the industry is ready for that integration, then we're just going to roll out that integration and you know, multiply um, the, the scale of our ecosystem. Hmm. I'll be sure to lock up my ETH in the Alpha by Wall then. And have perhaps like in the future <laughs> yeah. I can use it. Yeah. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks to Nippon and Swift for joining us during this eye-opening experience discussion. Yep, thanks for having having me too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that our listeners learned something new today from our amazing guests. But with all beginnings have its ending. As always, thanks for listening to the Alpha Podcast. We'll be hosting this podcast bi-weekly. So if you enjoy our show, be sure to come back to our episode too. Until then, this is great. And Tasha, see you then. See you then.